this way. All right. So um, I don't know how much we'll be able to get into meat of study this morning. I know it's been a couple of weeks since we've all been able to get together. Um, but I wanted, I took a little bit of time and if some of you listened to the, um, to the recording of last week, we, we covered some of the things. So I just want to, you know, hit a little bit of housekeeping, you know, this morning in that, um, I, I heard Keith gave a comment. Um, so we changed, we changed the name from ESV Bible study. We're moving from that to the zoom campfire, um, Anybody got some initial thoughts on that? Like the name a little better, or what, what was your initial thoughts in, in 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 that name change? Or do you even know the name got changed? <laughs> I knew whenever I saw a fire logo on my text thread, I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. Well, so so the idea there, and um, I pulled the the verse up here. Is uh, I'll ask you a pop question. Um, how many of you know who the honey badger is? I hope most of you know, know it. Does anybody know what his number in the NFL is? Uh, I don't. So I'm just tripping you up, but 32. So in Exodus 3-2 is where this burning bush kind of starts. Um, but it says, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him being Moses in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. He, and then Moses looked and behold, the bush was burning, yet it was not consumed. That's, that's the phrase I want us to really think about and just pivot and leapfrogging off of that a little bit. There's a couple other statements that are made out of that is in verse three, he says, and Moses says, I will turn aside to see the great, um, let me see, Paul's texting me, but I don't see him trying to join, so I'll try to watch for him, but the in three, he says, I will turn aside, and behold, the bush was burning, oh, I, I skipped a line, I will turn aside to see the great sight, why the bush is not burned, when the Lord said that he, that he turned aside to see God called him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then he said, do not come near, take your sandals off your feet for this place, which you're standing on is holy ground. I'll, I'll stop with that, but you know where the text is. You can ponder that. But this idea of the bush was burning yet. It was not consumed. I think paints a picture. And what we're going to talk about this year the picture that Noah's Ark paints. We're going to talk about the picture that Adam paints. And, um, and here we're looking at a picture of Moses where God is sharing the gospel in a sense. And I just want to leave you with this one thing about the cross is as what Christ did on the cross is, is like created a fire retarded suit that we can get in. So we get in his fire retarded, his clothes of righteousness his fire retardant suit, just like they got into Noah's Ark. Um, and that protects us from the wrath of God. And so the miracle and the unique sight that Moses is looking at here is this bush that's on fire that's not being consumed. Now, as Moses moves to the holiness of this situation, he kind of says, you're not ready yet. Take off your shoes. This is holy ground. So what we're looking is to come closer to the campfire of the Lord, the refining fire of the Lord, and, and him take the things of sin and whatnot, ha have it take, him, take that off of us so that we can get closer and closer to him. And as we look at Adam and we look at the fallen nature and original sin, and this kind of thing, I want you to think about most of us, if you're a guy, at some point you got around a campfire and you got in your hand lighter fluid. You know, you had some issues getting the fire started or a barbecue pit and you got using some lighter fluid and you might have used a little too much lighter fluid. And um, there may be some stories there. But but the thing is, if sin is just a little dab of lighter fluid, 
when it gets in the presence of a heat source of a, of a fire source, it's going to burn it. And so what we're talking about, what God has done through Christ is that, that he has made a way to put the fire retardant suit suit over our, whatever lighter fluid we have. So it doesn't matter if we just got a little or we got a lot, any amount is going to cause us harm. And so he is protecting us from the wrath. And so I just like that picture. That's, that's, that's where we're looking at in the gospel. That's what we're trying to understand by the gospel. When we're dealing with concepts like total depravity or sin nature or fallen nature, um, we're hiding ourselves in, in we're hiding ourselves in Christ. Um, so anyway, that's the idea of the, um, of the, of the name change. Um, any thoughts? You guys like the name change? Did that make some sense? Yeah, I, I like the, um, the, like Jeff said, the picture more than anything. It just kind of. <laughs> You're such a visual. Um, huh? Yeah, it, it, the name. Yeah, it's good. But I think the picture is more relevant. Thumbs up from me, too. Maybe one day we can all get around a, a real campfire together and do a study. Yeah, yeah. anytime. Um, you know, one of the things that it said about Adam and Eve when they stumbled about the, the, the tree there is they he um it said uh that it was pleasant to the eyes <laughs> that the fruit was pleasant to the eyes so well all right well um i wanted to do i hit yes for paul he's trying to get on do y'all see paul on i don't see him i don't see him on but um but Come on, man. okay there <laughs> you are i just had a black box there you are Good to see you, man. We just was talking about the name change from the Zoom campfire and looked at Exodus 3 a little bit and the reason for that. And um, and, and the next two, two things I wanted to do is I want us to open up um, this session in, in prayer, and I wanted to guide us through that. And so um, as I'm talking a little bit, I want you to start thinking about when you were married and your kids, um, the years they were born, if you need to jot that down, because I want us all to take a time to introduce um, our family, you know, to one another. Some of us know different things of, about each one's family, but um, this will be recorded. It'll be on the podcast, but I, I want to make sure we dot the I's and cross the T's and we know, you know, the names of, of each other's kids and the year they was born, and then know when you, you were married to your wife. So, if you need to write those down, do that. But what I want to do is I want us to introduce our family in those brief terms. But I just want us to um, go to the Lord in prayer individually, because when we're talking about evangelism and discipleship, the 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 area that can be neglected and um, is extremely important. And it's the first place that we, we should start is evangelism, evangelism and discipling our um, our family and our wife. Now, those are very challenging um, fields to do well with, but it is what the Bible requires of a, of a leader in the church, that he is taking care of his marriage and his family. And, um, and so while we, we, will, we, we are going to talk about reaching out into the community and the workplace um, to, to hopefully in 2022 see some people get saved, to see some people come back to church, to see people thrive in the church. We're going to work through all those things, but we don't want to neglect our family and we surely don't want to neglect our marriage. So um, be thinking about that. And then the um, why you're thinking about that. The other thing I did send in the text and I, I what I want to say at this point, I want us to in the next 21 days start with prayer. Um, you may be right now and I'm just going to be the devil's advocate or the you know, whatever. Um, you may be right now scared to death to go down to, to Baton Rouge and start, you know, witnessing to, uh, to homeless people. You may not even be equipped to do that. But the first step of being equipped to do it is to come to the Lord and ask him to equip you. Um, you don't know what God will do in 2022 if you'll just be bold enough to pray, Lord, help me lead people to you help me win people i want to i want to i want you to help me convert bring someone to conversion i want you to help me 
take someone that's young in the faith and, 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 and bring them alongside and help them get good habits and how to grow in you. Um, help me when there's someone that has, has, has spent quite a few years of, of living for the Lord and, and, and making an impact in the kingdom, but they're, that's not their main focus. Now, help me to, to, to spark an interest in them that, that, that what they did mattered and they need to keep their hand to the plow because people need the gifts they have in the local church. So come back to the first love. And then if there's someone that has fallen into a fair or is financially doing some crazy things or any other kind of pretty significant sin that shows that they've kind of turned their back on God or, or, or you know, whatever, but they've fallen away pretty seriously that, that God would give you a way to love on them and encourage them. And, and, and all of that starts with prayer, all of those things. So I just ask you over the next 21 days, this, the remainder of the month of, 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 of January here, that you just begin to open your heart to those specific things. Lord, who do you have that you want me to pray for, for conversion this year? Who do you want me to pray for, for um, that? Like, who can I not just can you put your hands to helping in the discipleship world like where are you using your talents you know with a young believer a young you know a lot of us have girls but a a, a young man who are you who are you discipling in in some kind of way and it don't have to be serious it's just right there where you're at but uh, do something and 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 i compare it we try we make these new year's resolutions and we try to read the bible 365 days a year and, and in 365 days, you have ups and downs, ups and downs. You start off with a zeal, you're on a mountaintop. And then as time goes on, you, um, you, you have your ups and downs. What I have found with OCD people um, is they, they cannot be behind. And, and usually being behind and that reading plan saying you're behind, they, they almost just have to quit, you know, and, and, and what, we got to look at when it comes to evangelism and discipleship is we will not always want to do it. We will have times where we say this is more trouble than it's worth. But, but what God has called us to be disciples and the root word dis discipline is to engage in, in the terms of faithfulness and to be long suffering. And so we, we have to shape our mind to looking at 365 days and when we get to the end of 2022 we can say you know i was more faithful this year than i ever was and so when you look at it in terms of a 365 day reading plan if you only read 200 that was better than not reading nothing and we need to realize that we need to realize there will be days that reading will be easy or discipling or praying will be easy um but show ourselves mercy you know just, just keep, keep chipping away at it. Um, so I'm going to start, I guess, with the, with the first one. Uh, me and Shay got married in 1999. So we just slipped in before um, when, 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 when Gracie, when we're talking and we say back in the, um, back in the day, she says, was that in the 19? So <laughs> that me up one day, but we just before, the turn of the century there, we, we got married. So we'll be in March this year, 23 years. Um, and, you know, I got to say it's been an interesting journey, but I'm, in, I'm, I'm enjoying it more now than we ever have. Um, Hope is 19. She was born in 2002. Um, and she's going to Healing Place College. Um, she worked with us at our pool business. Um, she lives across the street with my grandparent, with my mother-in-law, but she, uh, she's my first one to move out the house. She's extremely independent. And, um, I wish she was that little girl hugging my neck at four years old again. Um, but we're proud of her. Kate is, um, uh, in 2004, she's got a gazillion dollars in the bank. She don't spend any money. She, she sews and does, um, craft type things um but she's a she's sharp as a whip but she'll she's 17 and a half she'll be um 18 here in may and gracie was born in 2008 
and she's 13. She'll turn another year in, in um, April 18th coming up here. Um, but but she, her and Charlie, it's, it's kind of like with our family, we have um, the two older ones and we raised them sort of different because there was only two. And as we got three and four, we just got kind of exhausted. So I'm looking for wisdom in 2022 to kind of do some of the things that we did fundamentally with the first two that we didn't do with the um, second two. Gracie is into computers and games and all that. And so she's the one that really has had this internet and social media from the get go. And um, I surely need wisdom to figure out how to wrap my mind around that. It was a little more simple with the other two. Um, and then Charlie's our caboose. Um, she, she, she says all kinds of things all the time that, that just trips me up, but, um, but she's nine and she was two days after Christmas, um, in 1227. So I'm just going to, um, pray real quick. Um, dear Lord, I just lift up my family to you. I lift up my wife and my four kids. And I ask you in 2022 that you give me wisdom and insight to, um, to lead them in a way that you would have them I ask you, Lord, that you would, you would burden my heart and, and give me the, 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 the desire to, to talk about your word with them like never before. And that, that I'd be an example of you walking out in front of them, that um, I would have the wisdom to answer their questions um, with the challenges they're facing in life. And we ask all this in Jesus name. So, um, like I said, it's recorded, so whatever you say, we can kind of listen. But let's listen back. But I just, you know, Keith, you're you're below me in my little screen. Do you feel like can you go next? You got those dates laid out? Yeah, yeah. Stacy and I got married back in 1996. Uh, we passed that 25 year mark. Uh, God has blessed us tremendously. Uh, we lived in Dallas, and being here close to home and. Uh, being able to be with my dad, uh, her parents are no longer existent and everything. So that's been a blessing here. But we have two daughters, one Elise, she was born in 2000. Um, she is getting ready to graduate, which is uh, frightening for all of us, more so for her. Um, she's had been in Savannah at SCAD. She's in animation, uh, just an incredible mind of uh, creating and uh, being able to illustrate and so forth, uh, just a really, really neat to see her blossom and come to life in her career and uh, see her develop. And Carly, we had her in 2002. They were both born in Dallas when we lived there. Uh, so it's neat to be seen. She's at LSU. She got accepted in interior design. And it's funny, Dennis, because... Uh, uh, my two are like your first two. Uh, Elise is the conservative one. She never spends a dollar and she has money planted everywhere and uh, just very conservative and likes to sew and do things, cook and so forth. Where Carly, Carly will hustle a buck. I don't know how many jobs that child's had, but uh, she'll hustle a buck. She, you know, she likes nice things, which scares me somewhat to a certain degree, but uh, uh but in all serious, uh, seriousness, though, she's very assertive and excited about her career. She's uh, already done an internship in San Diego and been to conferences in Chicago and other places. So I'm excited to see them uh, develop and, you know, become young ladies and so forth. And that's been the hardest thing for me. I've, I've been attached with them to hugging and cutting up with them and being little girls and now they're developing into young women. So that's a, that's a tough one. Uh, Carly's moved back home with us in which I'm enjoying to have that, just to be able to hang out with her and spend time with her a little bit more. And uh, she's trying to save her money to go study at Florence next year with LSU. So we'll see how that develops. But uh, with all that, it's, it's truly been a blessing. Uh, God has blessed us tremendously. And uh, I sit back and look and, uh, you know, wonder wow, it's uh, it, it's amazing. <laughs> Excuse me, it couldn't have been done without his blessings, and uh, I thank him every day. And um, and like you, Dennis, just like to raise him up in prayer, Father God, I just thank you for the 
blessings you've given Stacy and I and having us come together and to have this family, Lord, and these two girls and experience uh, life with them, Lord. But it's through you, through your blessings and your guidance that you've been with us and provided for us, Lord. We just pray that you continue to be the rock of this family and just continue to uh, guide me, Lord, to show them your ways and that we can stay rooted in, in your word and your truth, Lord, as uh, we go into this next year. We just pray for your blessings that uh, we will seek your will. And we ask these things in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. You free, Jeff? I don't see your face. You got a moment? You can. Yeah, yeah, I'm free. Let me, I, I can step back here. Start my screen. Sorry. It's, um, here we go. <laughs> it's crazy in the morning time at our house. We're all getting up and getting ready. <laughs> Keith ain't got nothing on Jeff's beard. Look at that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I haven't, yeah. I haven't been on this call in, in five or six Six weeks and Jeff didn't have his clean shave and I come back he's got a full beard ready to go he probably had it like four weeks ago well I shaved last night and it it just uh I haven't shaved yet. <laughs> wow really it's like that Noah movie when he kept shaving it just... <laughs> um so yeah um I'm uh Amy and I uh, got married such a long time ago uh back in all the way back in 2016 uh some of you guys were at that wedding but uh we're, we're coming up on six years this february um and it just i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but it feels like we've we've already lived lived a pretty full life together so um we've we've got four now um eliana is uh is four years old she is uh just got an incredible imagination she's always pretending um <laughs> She, her best friends are imaginary. So David and Samson and uh, uh, Belle. And so she's just got a wild imagination. And it's always fun to hear her uh, just come up with new things. She's also our little social person. She, you know, she makes people smile and laugh when she's in Walmart or church. She just very vocal and social and likes to talk to people. And um, you would think you were talking to a 16 year old sometimes with some of the things she says just um so it's been really fun uh just just having her and um watching her grow these last four years she'll turn five this april and uh she's really excited about that um and and really excited to uh just get a year older uh levi is is right behind her uh 13 months later so levi's three uh he'll turn four in june and he is our very cautious little child so He's always the one that's getting injured, whether it's, you know, falling off of a bike or um, getting stung in the head by a wasp. He's, you know, it's not, nothing, anything that he's doing. He's super careful, but he's always finding himself in some sort of danger. And um, I think that makes him even more cautious whenever he gets around thing. If there's a, if there's a campfire around, he's going to be the one that accidentally, you know, trips and falls in it or something. So, um, but he, he's our, he's our blessing. Uh, he was the one born premature. Uh, about three and a half months, and uh, I'm I'm really excited that uh, he's caught up in everything. Maybe maybe a little on the smaller side, but uh, his lungs and everything like that they were concerned about uh, his caught up. So we're uh, we're super excited. He's also our little snuggle bug. So he's the one that'll let you just kind of hold him and snuggle him, and uh, you know be real affectionate with him. <laughs> uh, Naomi is uh, one. She'll turn two coming up in March and she is is just uh vocal I'll say that she's very vocal very loud she's got a lot of volume <laughs> um but uh she's starting to learn words like thank you and uh please and anything that you say now she's kind of like a parrot she'll just kind of repeat it um she likes to wear her food as much as she likes to eat it uh <laughs> and she's uh yeah, she, she's getting into her brother and sister's space. They don't like it, but she has the time of her life just destroying their Legos or whatever whatever they're playing with. So it's fun refereeing, refereeing them. Uh, it's, it's interesting to hear, Keith, you and Dennis talk about your girls and where they're at and, you know, how you, how you missed that four-year-old mark. And I'm, I'm just in the thick of it. So I really do appreciate hearing you guys and, and trying to 
hang on to these moments because it, it feels like at the end of the day, you're just plumb worn out. Uh, but we try, Amy and I just try to talk about things, take videos and just, you know, uh, relish the moment. And then uh, our fourth child, our son, uh, he'll be born this uh, May or, um, you know, Lord willing, and that everything we're praying for uh, continues to go well. So um, we don't have a name yet, but we're, we are praying uh, through that to give him a, a, a good, strong name. And so I'm um, really excited to have him uh, a part of our family. I'll go ahead and uh, I'll pray for our family. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for uh, just blessing my family tremendously with just life and energy and um, and joy. Lord, I pray in 2022 that you can keep uh, me faithful as I disciple my family. Um, help Amy and I come up with new creative ways to do family worship each night uh, and, and continue to make that a priority. Lord, give us strength even at the end of the day when we are we're worn out to, to make it a priority to gather around as a family, to pray, to sing, uh, and to read your word together. Uh, even at a young age, when we feel like there's, there's not much fruit of that, that kids are wandering off or trying to play or, you know, do crazy things that, that we just remain faithful, um, and establish some sort of, um, uh, normalcy that we're going to come together and, and worship as a family. I pray for each of them, their souls, Lord, that that you will call them into your family. I pray, Lord, that you um, that you set them apart for your kingdom and set each of them apart to glorify the name of Jesus. And it's in his name I pray. Amen. Uh, who's next? You, you're above Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go. Um, so I, I actually met my wife, Holly. Uh, 2011 at Amy Baptist. We got married in 2013, two years later. Um, a year after that, we had our firstborn, Hallie. She's super smart, sassy. So um, I'm having to figure out how to deal with that. Um, she, she's a handful. She's not, she's not the loving type and, and hug you. I mean, she will occasionally, but my little boy is actually more loving than her, um, which is Jordan, born two years later in 2016. He's a handful. He is. Uh, <laughs> he has my temper and my um, late father-in-law's OCD. This or is that a word? Um, <laughs> he just, yeah. He, he every morning. He pulls out his book sack and pulls everything out to make sure it's in there, puts it all back in. And then if something's not right, he throws a fit. Um, but he's, he's a handful. He, <laughs> that's a challenge we're working with. He's actually, um, he actually got kicked out of one daycare for his uh, temper tantrums and he just loses it. So that has been an ongoing issue. We're trying to figure out how to, um, how to corral him in those moments or, or figure out what's, what's triggering him. But um, as far as affectionate, he, he is probably the most loving child once, if he's not in those moods. Um, and I would say the biggest, I, would, uh, I guess, distraction for our family now is uh, we just had, you know, I essentially have two full-time jobs. Holly works full-time. So we're trying to figure out, like, I, I, I felt jobs are taking time away for us to grow as a family. And, and we're, we're going to be praying on what, what's the next step to, um, to allow us, to, you know, to just connect as a family. I mean, the running around, the, just the cares of the world, as simple as that. Um, I would like a third Holly's feel she's too overwhelmed right now for a, a third child so that's another ongoing discussion so that's another thing i'll be praying about um that's a scent well uh, i'll just say this hallie is super artistic when it comes she's always drawing always doing some sort of arts and crafts which she probably gets from my mother-in-law um just always building little wreaths or, or something. 
So I think that could be um, that could be something good for her. And, and I think she wants to be a dentist. That's the latest. Um, yeah, that's the latest. Anyway, I'll pray for him. Uh, dear Lord, I, I know as a family, that is one of, one, one of the most crucial things to, to, um, that you've created and instituted. And I pray we can use ours as a, uh, as a testimony to others, Lord. And to do that, we have to be intentional, like Jeff said. And, and Father, I, I just pray that, that that does become priority for us is, is being intentional and getting in your word, praying daily, even in those times where we just don't feel like it. Um, or it's inconvenient. I feel like that's the only way we can grow, and I and I and I just rely on your Spirit, Lord, to make it happen. Um, we pray for for Hallie that she continues to grow and learn, uh, and that she you know open up and be a little more, maybe a little more affectionate uh, to to us and inviting to others. Uh, Jordan, Lord, I just pray that we could figure out and, and manage his emotions where he's not just flying off the handle. Um, he already, we already know that you've given him a, a sweet side, Lord, and we need, just need to, to tap into that a little more. Um, Father, I pray just as a family, we just grow and uh, flourish. That way we could, uh, we could be examples to your flock in Jesus name. Yeah. All right, Mike, you ready? Sure. So, um, Micah and I dated all through high school, and everyone always uh, got a kick out of our names, Mike and Micah, and always, a lot of times I would correct people and say, isn't that cute? Because that was their next words out their mouth. Um, but we, we dated all through high school, got married in 1996, so we just celebrated our 25th anniversary. Um, the same as Keith, huh? That was yeah. Same. yeah. Um, we have three girls, so, um, seems like so far the girls are ruling this call. So, um, <laughs> um, three girls, um, Mallory was born in the 1900s. I always joke about that as well. Uh, she was born in 1999 and she's uh, 22 years old. So she graduated from LSU, uh, in mass communications and, is now in the master program at University of Georgia. So she may very well have two national championships, depending on how tomorrow night goes <laughs> under her belt. Um, we, we can pray for that. <laughs> we'll pray against that. <laughs> um, so uh, she will be getting married in June. So that's a, that's a new adventure in our lives. I'll finally get me a boy, I guess, uh, via marriage. I tried to talk them into keeping the last name of board, but that's not going to happen. So I'm trying to uh, uh, just get ready for that that day and, and the, the lives that they will have together. So um, we have a lot of planning and activities coming up over the next five months um, as, as we get ready for um, that new adventure. And then, of course, not only paying for the wedding, but also um, my other girls are, are bridesmaids, so there's costs associated with that too. So, um, so I will be starting a GoFundMe account. And <laughs> I'm directly invited to that. No, for, fortunately, I've, I've been able to save up for, for such a time as this, I guess. Um, it's never easy to spend that kind of money on, on these kind of activities, but um, I'm thankful that I've I've been able to do that. I've offered for them to do a destination wedding somewhere, and we just uh, have a small group, but that don't look like that's going to happen either. So, um, Madeline is my middle child, or as my wife likes to refer, center child, because there seems to be a, 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 a negative connotation with middle. So she says she's the center child. So <laughs> she is a freshman at LSU. Um, graduated from Live Oak like Mallory did. Um, so all my kids have gone through the Live Oak schools and um, Madeline is uh, also trying to, or well, she was uh, in pre-dental. She's kind of 
changed that a little bit. So I expect some more changes to come as she starts to navigate through what, what uh, classes she takes and, and what, what life looks like for her. Um, she's a workhorse though. Her, her work ethic is a lot like mine, you know, just very devoted to, to working. So she's always um, had a job and um, does well. She, she don't save money though. She spends a lot of money. So she is a, she's a clothes fanatic. So that's her, um, I don't know if that's a gift or a curse, but she, she likes to look good. Um, and then our youngest is uh, Michelle. Michelle is a sophomore at, at Live Oak High School, um, very involved in the cheer program. Um, as, as Shane can attest, the Live Oak is all about cheer. So um, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, cheerleaders out here in this community for sure, but she is now at the pinnacle of that being on the high school team. And um, that team has a lot of um, national championships. They are the Alabama of, of high school cheerleading. So if that makes sense. Um, Probably in the country. They are. They are. So yeah. when you go to, matter of fact, we will be going to Disney as we do every year uh, for national champion or the national uh, the nationals um, championship and also um, the, the live Oak school is, is definitely uh, well represented there with a the number of cheerleaders, but also um, carry a lot of weight with the, um, just the legacy they have of, of being so good. So last year they won um, nationals as well. I think they've won it five times. So pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, that has, um, Matter of fact, we this afternoon we'll be at LSU. Um, they'll be uh, doing a showcase there. So um, anyway, um, a lot of fun adventures. Um, you know, they don't have imaginary friends right now. So that's <laughs> a good thing. So Jeff, to your point, they do grow up. There's different seasons of life. And, that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I may, I may be in a different location if, if they were um, still playing with their friends and talking to them that aren't there. So, but, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Jeff, everybody tells you, they told us, they told, you know, everybody else on this call that, you know, cherish those moments because it flies by and it certainly does. Um, I can attest to that. Um, just yesterday we were watching a movie and the movie was, we were like, how, I mean, it looks, the movie looked good. So it was like, I wonder when this was made. So I hit the info button. It was made in, in 20 or 2002. And I was like, that's 20 years ago. You know, I mean, to me, I feel like 2000 was just a few years ago, but it's 20 years ago, two, 22 years ago, whatever the case is. So it's crazy um, how, how fast time flies by. So um, definitely cherish those times. And um, the teenage years are, are different and when they start driving and everything else that's associated with that is, is um, definitely has its um its pros but also a lot of its cons too you know i still i still like the days where all my my kids are in the nest uh, we've had a few of those days here recently as mallory spent some time with us over the christmas break and there's something about just all our kids being at home you know um but yeah cherish it you guys with, with those smaller kids because they grow up quick and um and you'll become an idiot if you don't if if you're not already you'll you don't know anything you're you're outdated and everything else you will be canceled because <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't know what's going on so uh, yeah uh, god has certainly blessed us over the years i would have never dreamed to be where i am right now just with mm you know, having a family like, like I have and everything. So, um, uh, I tend to take it for granted sometimes. So, so it's definitely a fairly place. So let me pray for my family. Father, I just, um, thank you for, um, what you've done. Uh, first of all, in me, Lord, just, uh, saving me and then, um, saving my wife and all three of my kids, Lord, I thank you for the salvation that you've offered to us as a family and Lord, um, it, although many times we we may set that aside or, or not fully um, 
invest into to what you've done in our lives, Lord. We just pray that this year would be different, Lord, that you would help us to, um, to truly um, be content in you, Lord, and to, to find our identity and in, in who you say we are. And Father's, um, we just embark on, on a, a new chapter of, of um, life this year, Lord, as, as Spencer gets introduced into our family and, and us into his, Lord, I pray that you would help us just to continue to be a, a positive role model and, and help them, uh, him and Mallory, as they um, start their lives together, just to, to lead them and guide them. And um, I just pray for all my kids and for my wife, Lord, that you would just help us, Lord. Um, as, I, as I just look back in the, in the rearview mirror of my life, Lord, I see that you have certainly carried us at times. You have, um, you've provided for us. You've taken care of us, Lord. And in many times, um, I felt like I did it on my own, Lord. I'm, I'm sorry for that. I, I know that it's you that have, that have carried me. So, Father, I just pray that you would um, help me to uh, always acknowledge you as the, the author of life, the, the provider, the one who uh, certainly sustains me and my family, Lord. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Mr. Paul. All right. All right. Let's see. <clears throat> well, I was married <clears throat> in uh, 1992 uh, to Martha, and so we'll make 30 years in April. Um, I was 29 years old when I got married, and then we had our first child, Josh, our oldest, when I was 32. Uh, Martha's about five years younger than me, so she was 24. I was 29 when we got married. Um, and um, we also had, um, two years later, we had uh, Casey, and she was born in, it was actually a little bit more than two years later, but she was born in, in January of 98, so it was, it was probably like 26 months, because Josh was born in October of 95. Um and then in 2002, we had our youngest, uh, Maddie. She was born in, in 2002. Um, so Josh is, you know, boy, girl, girl. So Josh is um, a mechanical engineer. He graduated from Louisiana Tech a few years back. Uh, he just got engaged recently. So he's gonna be getting married soon. So um, that's something something very different. Uh, well, a little young lady that he's been, uh, Dating for about three years. Um, Casey is uh, she is just turned uh, twenty four while we were out of town this past week, and um, she's in a physical therapy school at LSU in Shreveport. Um, and then Maddie, my youngest, is a, her second year at Southeastern, and and she's got a little boyfriend that she's been dating a good guy from church that uh, she met and uh, we really like. Um, Casey, uh, Casey, very, very pretty girl, but she just never really has dated anybody. I mean, she went to like prom and stuff in high school and just um, kind of puzzling to me, kind of worrisome to me, but um, she's, uh, my girls are very different. My youngest is just all the newest fashions and uh, just very outgoing. And then my oldest, Casey, she's more kind of shy, reserved. Uh, I think she, she loves to get her clothes at thrift stores. She doesn't certainly hardly spend any money. Uh, she actually dresses very nice, kind of bohemian style. And I think she kind of takes pride at being able to get these neat little outfits at these little thrift stores for, you know, little or nothing. Uh, very, very fugal with her money. Um, she's got student loans to get through school graduate school anyway so I think she's just you know kind of worries about things like that but um and then Maddie's in and in, in she's majoring in uh, education following her mom um and uh you know all three of my kids are, are good kids they don't they, they didn't turn out to be kind of partiers and they kind of are in church into the word which is a huge blessing um I can't say there's anything that I really did right but um it's just the way the Lord's blessed us and the people that they, uh, you know, we try to be a good example and, and, and do what we could. And I think they would see us in church and reading the word and things and kind of follow suit on their own. Um, when Josh, my oldest was born, 
we decided that Martha would stay home with them at least for a while. So she stayed home uh, as a mom, just a, you know, a mom from the time she was pregnant with Josh until the time Maddie started preschool. And then she went, you know, started teaching again at elementary school. So they came through the elementary school that she was teaching at. So that was helpful that she was home with them during the breaks. And, and then I actually until, you know, for about eight years altogether. And then even when she started back to work, she was at elementary school with them as they came through the elementary school that she taught at. And then she was home with them during the summers and the breaks and things like that. So I was always working. So I always kind of felt like, you know, they're, they're closer to Martha because she was able to spend so much time with them when I was away at work. Um, and I think all three of my kids are really closer to her. They come to her 90% of the time, unless it's money or something just really, really rough that they're dealing with. They'll, you know, almost 90% of the time come to her before they come to me. And so sometimes that bothers me a little bit. And, you know, back then, as when they were younger, we were just kind of doing the best we could. And, and as I got older and got, you know, involved in small groups and, and, and different things, um, I started learning a lot, but it was almost too late, you know. So when I look back, there's, there's a lot of things that if I could go back in time, I think I would, I would do differently, try to, you know, spend more time doing this or that. You know, I missed a lot of sports and ball games and stuff because I was, you know, the type of job I had. I worked a lot of weekends too and stuff. So um, we have a pretty good relationship with all of them and um, we're pretty close, but I still look back and think, man, I missed those days when they were young and, come and jump in your lap or, you know, go do something in the backyard or climb up in a tree house and have a tea party or, you know, something like that. So um, it's, it's very different now that they're all getting older and we still have some good times. And it's just, to me, to me, like I said, I just, I have a, a little bit of sadness and melancholy sometimes when I think back when they're younger, I, I truly miss those days, but there are some, some great things about them being older and what's going on now. Um, trying to think anything else um, um you know I, I thank the lord every day because you know these are you know he's always kept me humble financially you know he's always never allowed me to do without but he's never allowed me to get rich kind of like proverbs 30 um i think about that all the time and it's really a blessing it's a good place to be you know sometimes you see other people with you know nicer houses or you know going on more fancy vacations and a little sense of envy or jealousy starts to, to come in and then you catch it you're convicted of it and you know that um that the lord the lord's got you in the right place and he's taking care of my needs and and, and my true treasures aren't aren't my house or a big bank account they're uh, they're my wife and those three kids and i think about that all the time you know how blessed i am that they're not uh, into trouble or drugs or alcohol and you know, they're, they're hanging around with, 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 with good friends and uh, quality friends and um, they're dating all except for one, you know, some, some really good people. So um, that's a huge blessing. And uh, I just hope that they don't wait as long as I did, I did to get married and have kids or else I'm going to be so old when I, when I do have grandkids and I'll be too old to do anything with them. But um, anyhow, let me pray for them. Father God, Lord, I just thank you for who you are and just, it's always them in your hand and our children's lives, Lord. I just tell you all the time that, uh, that those are my, my true earthly treasures, Martha and my three kids, Lord. And uh, uh, occasionally I do take that for granted, Lord, but I try to think about it and, and, and thank you for it uh, all the time, Lord. And Lord, I, I thank you for um, guiding them through even when, uh, when I made those mistakes, Lord. And, uh, you know, time that I can't get back, Lord, I just, I just, ask you to, to allow me now to, to take full advantage and, and through your guidance and um of your spirit lord to um interact and, and and do the do the best things and the right things um you know with my kids and, and then hopefully future grandkids now lord um uh you didn't allow me to mess to mess things up lord and uh and you uh you know through you lord they just they just turned out to be really great kids and um and i just ask you to to guide them and, and bless their uh, future spouses, Lord, and future children, Lord. And I thank you, Lord. I know I've been, I've been praying since each, each of them were, or toddlers, Lord, that you would bring the right, uh, right helpmate, soulmate, spouse, and, and teach my children's lives, Lord, that, that you specifically chose for them, just like you did for me, bringing Martha into my life, Lord. 
And I know you, you're going to honor, honor me with that request, Lord, because uh, I believe it's your will for, for them to have godly spouses and produce godly offspring, Lord. Lord, I thank you for them, Lord, and, and I ask you to bless them, um, bless their lives, bless uh, all the men on this podcast today's children, and, and, and same things for them, Lord. And I just, I can't thank you enough, Lord, for these earthly treasures, Lord, the, the things that, that are really important, Lord, and uh, all this other stuff is just fool's gold, Lord. So I love you, Lord, and I thank you, Lord, and just uh, in your precious name, I pray these things. Amen. Man, so we got right at five minutes. I wasn't sure how long that would take, but um, thank y'all for doing that. Um, you know, I want to pray for your families, and that that'll help. And um, you know, any of any of the rest of you that that want to, you know, do life together with you know us and pray is um, was someone trying to say something? Um, but 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 pray pray for one another. Um, and um, I hope individually as you as you made that case for your family and presented your family i hope that's um a step in the right direction for 2022 for you to you to just in your heart make make this an intentional intentional year for um for for, for doing for for seeking god seeking god for wisdom i mean surely you know some of you got you know engaged getting you know married um having kids get married i mean I, I would say i think i just picked up two of them mike's um daughter and your son paul um so that's 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 new territory um and so we see a variety of, of places that we're at with our family um and so uh, i was just gonna say um be thinking about that other list about the lost person the new believer um the believer that has lost his first love and the believer that have fallen a sin, be looking, you know, God may not fill in a blank for every one of those people, but be looking for those areas for people that God's opening up to you to pray. And let's just make a commitment. I mean, I know like in the last two years, we made a commitment to read through God's word. I want, I want to ask you to make a commitment. I don't know how you would chart that out, but to pray more effectively or more intentionally, you know, this year. Um, <clears throat> I sent out a link um about a, it's it's the gospel focus of charles spurgeon a book that i would like to look at over the next six months and the way i'd like to do it is you guys just read it um i'll focus on um some sections of the book um like each month um so that we can collaborate um it's not going to be the whole bible study will be about that but it'll be something that maybe we can text back and forth or if we do have lunches or something like that but um it gets us focused on it, the book, book is written in a way that it gets us focused on taking scripture serious, on taking the grace of God serious, on taking the Holy Spirit serious, what Christ has done for us serious, and evangelism serious. So those about five things. And so I don't know where you're struggling, but that's a, a blanket deal that just kind of gives you um, some good food for, um, for helping you identify where you need to grow and um, giving you some encouragement and doing that. Um, so, like I said, that'll just be fun reading. Um, and then we're going to work through the book of Romans and, and um, John. And I just had one little simple thing. We don't have time to look at it, but I broke um, Romans 5.12 to the end of chapter um, 6 in three parts. And in the first part, I just want to give you an idea. If you identify sin... The word sin, it's 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 10 times in the first part in chapter five and death is used six times and the next part. It's used sin is used eight times and death is used 15 times. And in the final third part, six, 15 to 23, sin is used seven times and death is three times. So in a total, sin is used 25 times in that stretch of scripture and death is used 24 times. So as you start to read through that scripture, what I would ask you is why is it that we never use the word sin or death in most of our local churches? There is no way that we could possibly preach or teach from Romans um, 5 and 6 and not speak about that. But one of, one of the things our society deals with is shaming. You have the old adage of beat you over the head of the Bible. 
I want you to look as you read through that text, is Paul beating them over the head with the Bible? I would say absolutely not. That sin and death has to be talked about to paint the picture of the glorious light of the free gift in Christ. And so if we're going to help people know, um, help people to come to salvation, they've got to know that they need salvation. And no one does it any better than the Apostle Paul. So read this week, you know, through some of that text, and we'll start to unpack that. The only other thing, what text is that? It's it's Romans 5, 12. And then we'll probably work from there um, where it starts with Adam and sin, how sin entered into the world. Um, you know, I, I, there's a lot of parallels with COVID as you're looking through that. We're worried about a physical virus, but we need to be worried more about a spiritual virus um, and, and, and finding the solution, which is Christ. And that's what, what it in, enters there. Um, but the one other thing I wanted to mention, I talked about the book. I talked about Romans in the Gospel of John and us starting in 512 with Romans. Um, but I also am looking at confessions and creeds. And the reason being is if you look at church history over the last 500 years, from 1500 to 750 or so, there was a certain type of church leadership and development that happened. And that's where most of these confessions and creeds came from. Um, in about the 1800s to now, we have veered away from these confessions and creeds. And so I, I would like to just introduce some of those to you. Um, the two I'm looking at is the Heidelberg Catechism, which what's neat, it's, it's, it's kind of basic, but what's neat about it is it has the Lord's Day and it has 52 Lord's Day. So what it does is essentially just like a reading plan, you could technically work through these Lord's Days um, systematically, you know, through there. So it's something where in a, you know, um, Presbyterians are a little bit more liturgical. Litur liturgical churches where they kind of do things but but if you've been to a catholic church and they maybe read a prayer or something like that um that's the way i understand that they address the lord's uh, day that uh, are the the lord's day they they give whatever the confession is and they just bring it in a sense of reminder but what's the what what's the difference between a confession and a creed is it's been through peer review so there's, I see six screens on here. So if we each represented six spiritual gifts, as we look through like the book of Charles Spurgeon, or we look through the scripture, we have different bends or twists based on where we're at in life and based on how God has designed us. So we can say, this is what is most important to me, but we could also come up with a general consensus of what's most important to all of us to all of our families. And what has happened with um, confessions and creeds, as people have labored over the word and asked, how do I lead my family right? How do I lead my wife? How do I be a leader in my community and point them to Christ? They, they came to the conclusion that there was fundamental things that we had to have some certainty on. And so why every confession and creed that's out there, you may not believe, with everything that is said, but you need to, to better understand what you do believe and be able to, to explain that and, and, and why you do or not do it. So I will send out some apps where actually when you're reading on the app, you can actually see verses. So let's say you read a confession or creed and you say, I don't even think that's biblical. It would have some verses that they utilize to say, this is why we concluded that. My point of this is when uh, I was mentioning the other day, if the Apostle Paul came to your Bible study or your local church and he was observing what you're doing and after you had a meeting with him and he critiqued what you were do doing, um, I believe that, that, it, that when he asked us about our discipleship plan um, in, our, in our current day, modern day Bible studies and, and churches, um, I think he would be upset with it because it doesn't have any meat or pattern to it. And so in 2022, I'm not saying that confessions and creeds, we're just going to look at them and see where it takes us. 
but I hope it gives us some framework to give you an overview. What it deals with is things like the Lord's Supper and baptism, the Apostles' Creed, the Trinity, the law, you know, the law of Moses, the Ten Commandments, and just different things. Different, different ones do different things. It deals with original sin and stuff like that. So, like I said, the books are the creeds. I don't want that to dominate what we do. We will still look at text. But I want to give us some tools that help to form and and um, and, and frame up what we're doing. Um, I, I have reached out um, to any of you that you know might would be interested. I, I'll make the invitation to you. But uh, I know Jeff has mentioned a couple of different times that he likes going into um, the week with a plan or an outline so that he can better prepare his heart. Um, so. I, I, I just want to ask you, I mean, with what I do do in study and prayer and try to seek the face of God, sometimes I don't always have time to do all that. Um, some of you are gifted at doing that a little bit better than me. So um, I, I would ask if any of you would like to just maybe like listen to the podcast and hit a bullet point outline. Um, there's always when we do a study, there's always scriptures that deal with that, what we discuss that maybe we didn't bring to um, to the surface in the study. So if anybody would be willing to put um, a couple bullet points from one of the studies we do with some um, with some scriptures that would go and verify those ideas and us have a weekly a weekly devotion or something of that nature. You know, I'm just opening that up um, for you. If, if that would be of some interest, just reach out to me. Um, but it's my hope. I'm, I personally am trying to to put together 12 meaningful Bible studies this year. Um, and so I would like us to make the most out of what we can make out of this Zoom call. And like I said, um, if you guys want to invite some more people this year, um, you know, once we get, I, I just pray that we navigate quickly in 2022 to a framework that can really be, be helpful um, to to the to the local church and to the body of christ so i think that's all i have um be be in romans you know start to navigate through that we'll start to unpack that um i'm glad that everybody made it today um because i did want to get this introduction off um has any i will i will pay for anyone with the let's see this is the book here charles Spurgeon. i have two here that i'll give anyone if you want the hard copy you have to be an Amazon or um, a Kindle or um, or um, Audible person, but if that works for you, they work together neat. I I'll, I can even pay for that for you if you if you wanted to do that. Um, but but I, I I would like for you to commit to reading those two books this year. Um, and um, and and you know, there's just going to be some one-liners that you're going to say, hey, that was so good. And I want to hear your take on those things throughout the year. So any final thoughts or questions before we jump off? Just an awesome Zoom this morning. Uh, you know, there's uh, a couple of tears shed, you know, just to just to be intimate with you guys and feeling like we are sitting around a campfire and just uh, growing together. So thank you for that. Thank you. Anybody else? Are we going to get the book? Yeah, I'm going to get it. Okay. Does anybody need to get one from me? Should be getting it this so week. I'll, I'll buy one of those if you want. If, if you don't need both of them, otherwise I'll order one. So you just tell me what, what you prefer. Yeah, if you want to swing by, I'll leave it out for you or come knock on the door. Um, you know. Same. I'll, I'll do that. Okay, so Mike and, and um, Shane will come pick up the two I have, and you good, Paul? I'm, I'll order it, yeah. I don't, you know, the, way, the way some of our deliveries have been lately, though, hopefully I'll get here within a week because yeah. they've had some troubles. But Okay. Well, Supply chain. Huh? Supply chain. Okay. It's everybody's problem. Well, Jeff ain't jumping in, so he must be in kid throwing in the car mode, but uh, – Let's see, Mike, won't you um, close this in prayer then? Father, again, we just thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for just um, 
like Keith shared, Lord, just a, a good time for us just to get together, know each other a little bit more, know our family, our, our wives, our kids, um, and, and where we are in, in this thing called life. Lord, help us to um, just um, pray for each other. Lord, help us to think about each other as, as we we navigate through this dark world and, and challenging times. Lord, I just um, thank you for Dennis and, and his commitment to you first and foremost, and, and his commitment to uh, helping others, Lord. And, and um, we're all recipients of that. Lord, I thank you for um, just his heart. And I just pray that uh, you continue to bless him, just uh, continue to speak to him and, and, and challenge him personally so he can challenge others, Lord. Just thank you again for all that you do for us. Um, I just pray for this year, Lord. Uh, we all could use a fresh start, Lord. So I just pray with, with this new year, uh, a new um, commitment to you for each one of us, Lord. Help us just to um, be found faithful, Lord. I know I struggle so many times, Lord, just uh, being faithful to you, Lord. So I just pray that you would um, rekindle that fire um, it's uh, such a fitting picture that Dennis shared today, Lord, uh, as we, um, as we look for, for your, your fire to, to, um, burn within us, Lord, so that we could, um, burn for you, Lord. We pray all this in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. We appreciate y'all being this morning. If y'all need anything, let me know. Hope you have a good day. Yeah, right. too. Take, Take care. care. Dennis, you want to leave that book out today? I'll swing yeah, by. Just, just shoot me a text when you're coming. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Bye.